0: An Advent Podcast Day 17 Scripture reading for this morning is Matthew eleven twenty eight to 29 Come unto him, all ye that labor, come unto him that are heavy laden, he will give you rest. Take his yoke upon you and learn from him, for he is meek and lowly of heart, and he shall find rest unto your souls. The struggle staggers us, is the poetry reading for this morning by Margaret Walker. Our birth and death are easy hours like sleep and food and drink. The struggle staggers us for bread and for pride and for simple dignity. And this is more than fighting to exist more than revolt and war and human odds. There is a journey from the me to you. There is a journey from the you to me. A union of the strange two worlds must be. Ours is a struggle from a too warm bed, too cluttered with patience, full of sleep. Out of this blackness, we must struggle forth from a want of bread, of pride and dignity. Struggle between the morning and the night. This marks our years. This settles to our plight. I'm zoomed out. As 2020 mercifully comes to an end, we all feel a deep fatigue or weariness stirred on, spurred on by social distancing, living on top of each other in tight quarters, homeschooling, fogged up glasses caused by Max and yes, endless Zoom meetings. Uh, things like, Tom, you're muted. Tom, no one can hear you, you're muted. All of us feel off this year and tired. Here's a secret. We were weary long before COVID-19. This universal weariness is powerfully articulated by some of the giants of Christian thought. In his confessions, Augustine writes, "You have made for us, you have made us for yourself, and your, our hearts are restless. They can until they can find rest in you. Blaise Pascal notes that our constant craving is a signal that we have an idea of happiness, but we cannot obtain it. The simplest expression comes from King Solomon, who writes that without God, everything, wisdom, riches, power, status, is vanity, or chasing after the wind. No one is immune to this pervading sense of disappointment or fatigue from endless chasing. There comes a time when one asks, notes the great atheist thinker Jean-Paul Sartre, Even of Shakespeare, even of Beethoven, is that all there is? Such feelings are not limited to philosophers. Award-winning novelist John Cheever asserts the main emotion of the adult American who has all the advantages of wealth, education, and culture is disappointment. "'Enough!' screams Margaret Adams' Parker-striking Parker striking painting of people worn down and weary. One woman with hands open looks up in desperation. You can almost see her mouthing the words over and over again. "'Enough is enough, 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 enough.' It is only against this backdrop that Jesus' words carry their full import. "'Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest.'" What type of rest does Jesus offer, and how can it help in such turbulent times? One of the key mistakes to make in times of social distancing and isolation is to merely pass the time. How can we get our minds off COVID spikes, school openings and closings, periodically barren store shelves, and the rise and fall of the stock market? To cope, we quickly turn to leisure and amusement, so prevalent in our tech-savvy world. Facebook, TikTok, Amazon, Prime, Hulu, The Mandalorian, and so on. Christian writer Gordon MacDonald offers a somber warning to us as we hunker down and shelter once again. Since we have not understood that rest is a necessity, we have perverted its meaning, substituting for the rest that God first demonstrated things called leisure or amusement. These do not bring any order at all to the private world. Leisure and amusement may be enjoyable, but they are to the private world of the individual like cotton candy to the digestive system. They provide a momentary lift, but they will not last there may, be anything, there may not be anything wrong with passing the time during lockdown by, lockdown by binging the newest Netflix craze, but after the last episode ends, we'll still feel a tiredness at the soul level. The more we yoke a wooden harness used on farming animals to keep them in step, ourselves to mere leisure, we'll be tired and longing for more. Our hearts are restless, echoes Augustine. Amusement must be balanced with rest. Though not opposed to leisure or amusement, Jesus offers rest for our souls. The stress doesn't ban amusement or suddenly make Zoom meetings exhilarating. Yoking yourself to Jesus puts everything in a different context and helps us walk in step with him as we face daily challenges. We find rest as we learn to seek Jesus in the midst of a pandemic, knowing these trying times are being redeemed by God and used to facilitate our discipleship to Jesus. The great thing, suggests C.S. Lewis, if one can, is to stop regarding all the unpleasant things as interruptions of one's own life or real life. The truth is, of course, that what one calls the interruptions are precisely one's real life. The life of God is sending one day by day. That perhaps is the key to see Zoom meetings, foggy glasses and social distancing, not as interruptions or something we try to push aside with tech amusement, but mas- the master's lesson plan for this particular day. Such perspective will give us soul rest after a long after the pandemic is thankfully over. Pray with me. Jesus, what do you have for me this day? How can I view these present struggles not as interruptions, but as opportunities to be yoked to you? Help me to change my perspective and find rest, knowing you are redeeming these times and daily interruptions. Amen. This morning's musical offering is He Shall Feed His Flock from the album Adventus, performed by Church of the Beloved.
1: He shall gather The lambs with his arm With his arm He shall